Well, good morning, and this is Bruno DeJoy on this Friday, April 5th. Really, it's supposed to be the opening day for Keeneland today, but it was yesterday. And I apologize for not any uh, uh, podcast of late. As I was traveling up here to Keeneland, and uh, that old darn flu bug hit. It's kind of hard to talk when you're coughing all the time. Kind of hard to do a podcast while you're coughing all the time. So, waited till today. I'm feeling better. We got rain in the area, so it made it a little easier for me to to, to rest up because we're going to have a busy, busy next, uh, let's see, what's uh, next six months. As from here, uh, I start going up to Churchill in about a week and a half. From there, uh, we go through all the way through Belmont Stakes into the end of Churchill and then uh, off to Saratoga, uh, Ellis Park. Yes, I said Ellis Park. And uh, then into the Breeders' Cup. Back to, to Kentucky, of course, with the Keeneland Fall Meet, Churchill, and Breeders' Cup. Whether it's at Santa Anita or another place, uh, Racing with Bruno with the works will be there. So that's something that to look forward to. Also, uh, today, weather-wise, there's showers, uh, track sealed at Keeneland. There's going to be changes, and uh, it'll be very interesting to see uh, what happens with the turf. It's going to be yielding. I think some will come off, some will not. Um, always, we're, we're, we're not really privy to that information until uh, later on, once a decision's been made uh, based on what the... T the way to decide is actually the, the give and the turf, and they, they decide which races to stay on or not. So having said that, how about the weekend we're going to have this weekend? Uh, start off in New York. How uh, about the, the Wood Memorial? You've got... You've got some major races. The Wood Memorial, you know what's interesting about the Wood Memorial? I've gotten a few emails about the horse name Office Union. And off of Maiden Win was bought out by Mark Cassie. Here's the whole story I've heard. <clears throat> and I've got it from really good sources. Office Union was bought for $11,000 out of the... Mid-Atlantic two-year-olds at training sale. That's facing Tipton, Maryland. Those who looked at the horse, he's a big, good-looking, moving horse. However, he had a lot of knee issues. Spurs, um, back at the knee. So he did have some issues going along. Well, Gary Capuano bought him and won by 11 lanes first time out. An impressive performance. They were offered 750000 didn't take it. I think that offer went up. Would not be surprised it was under a million or something, and they bought him. My big question is, what's the hurry? You break your maid, you buy them, and you're going to shove them in the Wood Memorial. How many times have we seen that this year? 
hidden scroll, you know, is a great example. There is this lack of patience and lack of of the desire of having a good horse later that you have to run them and you know to get them ready for the Kentucky Derby. So let's say Hoffa's Unions runs first or second in the Wood Memorial, which I doubt. All of a sudden, you're going to put this horse in the Kentucky Derby with two starts. Justify has created this monster that people think they have justified. No, they don't. I was looking at the pedigree for Hoffa's Union, and he's out of a Malibu Moon mare that <clears throat> had five wins from three to five, earned 141000 This is her first fall. And just looking at the pedigree, a nice pedigree. Union Rags out of a Malibu Moon, got AP Indy, Dixie Nine Band. I'm just wondering why is the rush to getting this horse in there, especially since the barbers who own this horse, along with Christopher Dunn and Wachtell Stable, Wachtell Stable is, is strictly a sheets buyer. They look at sheets, they have the number, they'll buy it. Barber has, or will, is this to mean that they're rushing this horse because War Will isn't going to go to the Derby? Which would be another mistake of what happened. People think horses get over something really quick. They don't. Because of the pounds of per pressure per square inch they put on their bodies. You have any kind of problem. And if you have any kind of problem and you don't take care of it and you don't let it heal, whether it's naturally or, you know, with some help with, you know, things that they, that you can do, especially hind end. Hind end is one of the major problems that horses suffer. And what I hand, hind end causes is problems up front. If a horse is off behind, he's going to adjust himself up front to handle the issue behind, which creates more problems. So, I'm just really interested, this, you know, in watching the Wood Memorial. I'm Hoffa's Union will not be one-two on our sheet. If he is, my analyst is fired. I may have to fire myself. But there's other horses I actually want to talk about in the Wood Memorial. Final Jeopardy. He's run around one turn for, for Jason Service and Gary and Mary West, who also own Maximum Security. I think Maximum Security is a better horse than Final Jeopardy. And... 
based on numbers or people might look at it and think, well, you know, maximum security started for a claiming price of 16. This one is not. His first two starts, he showed absolutely no gate speed. He improved in gate speed on March 3rd when he won easily, um, despite trying to drift out under Irad Ortiz in the middle of the stretch. On our figures, he's slightly below maximum security, but maximum security was a horse that was different, make different. Just different the way he did things. Now, I didn't really care for the March 22nd work at Palmetto's. But in my comment, I said, Tale of Two Horses. Didn't think he was enjoying the surface this morning. Ears pinned, not happy, but galloped out and ears are up and went back to the barn like a happy camper. That sometimes can look like to me a horse that just is a bit hard to figure out. And uh, because they, you, you know, the kind of person you deal with sometimes, a friend, a family member, a girlfriend, boyfriend, that they're odd. You love them to death, but they're odd. And I got a feeling that Final Jeopardy is one of those horses. Just an odd bird. Street sense horses can be odd birds. You quite don't know what you're going to get. Are you going to get a sprinter? Are you going to get a turf horse? Are you going to get a router? They all love the off track. So if you get an off track tomorrow in New York, uh, you got to pay attention to it because of the pedigree. And as we say that, I'm going back over to look in New York and tomorrow it's going to be nice but they're going to have a rain overnight just a very interesting dilemma there you have that's final jeopardy you got high cow coming off a race where he was set up with with a really good pace in front but high cow tries high cow is versatile and he's a very He's a very capable horse in that spot. You also have the two Tacitas. Tacitas is a bad workhorse. I feel sorry for people that are going to be working, looking at his works on XBTV. Oh, I hate this horse. My eyes don't deceive me. I hate this horse. He's just not a good workhorse. I don't think he likes the Payson Park surface. I've seen two works from him. Seen works with him and, and in scroll that he absolutely never got a hold of the track. Made in scroll look better than he was. And then he worked with vehement. Actually, I've seen three of them. The vehement work on the March 22nd, vehement let him, never let him get close to him. Vehement is a maiden. It's a speedy maiden that we liked over at Saratoga last year as a two year old. Tacitas worked with a with a horse named Jasminum that played pace setter to hit the scroll in the work that they tried to sit him behind. I don't think much of that horse either. And 
just finished okay. So, I really don't know what to do with the Cetus. But, I'm not going to throw them out because of the works. See, that's the difference. Is understanding why a horse doesn't work well and a horse not working well. We have got a model for Tacitus. And Tacitus at Basin Park just doesn't handle it. So anything he does, I'm not going to hold it against him. Because of that. That brings us to tax. Junior Alvarado riding for Danny Gargan. He's been off since he skipped the Gotham. And Danny Gargan is good with this move. He's got a couple of real decent drills, a 59-3 on March 9th and a 47-4 at Belmont on March 28th. He's really interesting in this spot. Now, pedigree-wise, here's kind of interesting part about the pedigree-wise with him. He is, his half-sister is Cherry, a stakes-winning sprinter, who is the dam of a late. That's interesting. The second dam is a, is a, is a, is a uh, minor-graded stakes winner called Yell. And the third generation also includes sires, congrats, flatter, and roar. Tax has a ton of pedigree. And I really think Tax could be the horse to watch in that spot. You also have two Pletchers, Over Deliver and Outshine. Outshine came into the Tampa Bay Derby with what I heard from another clocker through the grapevine was the greatest work ever. He hung the length of the stretch. I don't think much of an outshine. And over the liver, worked with him on March 30th. Neither worked four-star work, but worked okay. I like over the liver better than I do outshine. Rapoli stable in New York. He's 20 to 1 on the line. Yeah, that horse will never be 20 to 1 on the line with Rapoli. Just, just a weird, weird morning line. That's kind of a, a quick look at the Wood Memorial tomorrow. What else do we have? Well, we've got here Keeneland. We've got a pretty big day at Keeneland, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about it tomorrow. Um, but, of course, you have the Ashland. We have the Bluegrass. And what's interesting with the Bluegrass, you've got horses like, some like at Hot Brown, training at Turfway Park coming down here. Vacoma, who comes out of the Fountain of Youth. Signal Man. Uh who we liked a lot in the morning. You've got Market King. you got Dallas Stewart. you got Dream Maker for Cassie. Uh, you got a couple for Cassie. you got Lucky Lee, who almost sat down in the paddock going into the Gotham, uh, not the Gotham, the 
was it the, the Withers that he ran in and ran horribly. Uh, you got Pletcher with Solai. You got O'Neill. You got a pretty big field of 14 horses in the bluegrass. In the Ashland, we'll talk about that more tomorrow. And of course, at Santa Anita, we have finally the Santa Anita Derby. We have the Big Cat. It's a huge day of racing. I had an email from a, a gentleman, sweet gentleman, just, I just don't know if he can handicap. Asked me if Roadster was his Baffert's best horse. He must have not have scrolled down and see that the two-year-old champion's in the race, game winner. I think game winner has trained better than he did going into the Rebel. Now, having said that, game winner has been, they changed tactics with him in the morning. And Bob started this when he worked him on March 10th in the Los, at Los Alamitos. He put game winner with his head in front. The last two drills, game winner has had his head in front of Dr. Door and then Darren Back. Interesting with Darren Back, that is a first dude cult that as a two-year-old, Rudy Del, Judas, Rudy Del Judas and I, we were working the OBS June sale for uh, some clients, and he was the horse we wanted. He was a really pretty, fast first dude that went for 400000 back to his breeder, Donald Disney, who sold him to his people. So I know Darren Back pretty well. Um, he's yet to start. Um so maybe we lucked out on that. But game winner was strong holding off the maiden in here. I think if with Instagram in the race, if game winner can blow by them, he, he'll win the Santa Anita Derby. Roadster, he worked with a horse named Explore and Explorer looked the best in the drill. Dragging the rider. Roadster carried his head high like he couldn't go by. I think Roadster needs the lead. Or he needs to be in front. Much better horse. I don't trust him at all. Uh, you've got more ice from the dwarfs with uh, two 14 and fours coming in. A you know, that when you get three quarter works back to back to back in California, they're meaning business. Probably the most overrated horse is Nola Contesto. Here again, Sadler with two back-to-back -back three quarters. However, this is the kind of horse that you need to blow by another horse. He will not, he just loves to sit next to another horse for way too long. His old mental makeup is what makes him a average below an, an an average horse for this kind of race. He needs to blow by, and he hasn't learned to do that. If you want to go back, go look at all his works on XBTV. He's they have tried to get him to teach him as the horse gets alongside another horse to hit him, you know, a couple of times in the right in in, in in the hind end with the whip to get him going. Say, hey, you need to go past this horse. 
And sometimes people don't understand what the whip is used for. The whip is used in that particular instance. It's not to beat the horse. It's to say, hey, you're supposed to go and pass that horse. It's about corrective. It's about getting horses to do something. Nola Contesto, to me, is one of those horses that I'll bet against. Or I'll put him underneath. Instagram, I don't know. I just don't think the horse is a two-turn mile and an eighth horse. He's been working at La Salle, had a couple 59 and twos. Anything I've learned about La Salle, a 59 and two, is like a 101 at Santa Anita. Don't be so impressed. So those are some ideas and some thoughts on the weekend today at Keeneland. Got a baby race in the first, excuse me, in the second. And there's two Wesley Wars, Lady Pauline and Main Squeeze. I kind of like Main Squeeze a little bit. Yeah, it's... 3.8.36 at Turfway was the fastest 3.8 out of the gate by a full second and a half. My guess is he probably went faster. So main squeeze is very interesting for a buddy of mine, Ray Sains, from California. Another interesting horse in the race is the 7, Klongefen for John Enos, ridden by a 105-pound bug girl, Virginia Torme. Very interested to see how this horse is running. The Keelan work on March 22nd blasted off in 21 and 3 with a horse named Biddy Duke who was on the also eligibles yesterday. As you can tell, my voice is running out. I've gone on and been talking for 25 minutes. Get a cup of coffee, relax, go to racingwithbruno.com, use your coupon code CHAPPY, get 10% off, and get your race book edition today. You got four track, you got five tracks, Santa Anita, Gulfstream, Aqueduct, Oakland, and Keelan. And don't forget us over the weekend. Have a great day.